Hello? Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Happy Halloween, everybody. Ooh, spooky. That's right. It's October 31st, 2018. Devil's Night. All Hallows Eve. Welcome to the (laughs) Confederacy of Dunks Basketball (laughs) Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. I'm Matt Duncan. Matt, what, what do you tell people about this podcast? What are we? We are a fan podcast. Uh-huh. We are not professional athletes. Yes. And we are not broadcasters. That's right. But we are lovers of the game. And we are, uh, you know, funny people, actors who uh, have a have a different perspective <laughs> than wow. most people in their jargon, right? Wow, you really got yourself going on that. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, a bit of a <laughs> um, haunted giggle there. Well, uh, we got uh, we got one amazing guest, maybe two maybe guests. Maybe two. Um, the the maybe is my brother Miguel. He's uh, he's at home with his daughter Mariana, and uh, he's taking care of her. They're both in costume. I do know that. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, we can't get a hold of him, but uh, if he if he comes out of the the father uh, cave or <laughs> yeah, whatever, father cave, he, he's gonna yeah. give us a call. But um, yeah, I think it's his second time in the podcast. It is. He's a wicked basketball player, amazing shooter, hilarious dude. He told me one time he did a, uh, had a punt return to a touchdown, oh, which is just oh, that's the best. That's freaking crazy. So yeah. I've seen that um, happen before too. That's yeah, fun. that's that's the main reason he's yeah. here. Um, give it up at home for Nigel Downer. Yeah, what up? What up? What up? What up? Yeah, boy. Yeah, yo, turn up, turn up the baseline a little bit. And so. <clears throat> Yeah, here we go, running 108 from the zone, running, running 108. You got nothing. What we gonna do? What you gonna do? We gonna do? We gonna hate? We gonna hate? We gonna love? We gonna love? We gonna hate? Yeah, I don't. Oh, oh, different podcast. Different podcast. Matt, one of six in part. Shame on you for stopping that. <laughs> because I, I, I just like that it was it was going in and yeah. out of the same theme, yeah. but it was infinitely listenable. You know, it like, really was. Yeah, man, it you really know, was. I was, uh, I was going for it, just warming up. You know, just yeah. uh, so actors warm up there. You know, just repeating the same thing over I and mean, over again. I don't know why they gave Seth Rogen the subway gig when they clearly have you. You know what I mean? Hey man, like, I'm around. Yeah. I'm around, you know? Like, if I'm coming up to Downsview Station, yep. that's what I want to hear. Bam. You know, this I don't, guy. I don't want to yeah. hear, you know, Seth Rogen's jokes <laughs> about Downsview Station. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, amazing. Thanks for having me, kids. Buddy. Thanks you're for awesome. Coming on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, we got uh, so much to gush over, but... Mm-hmm. um. You know this this podcast is is for all Raptors fans, and we like to do a little uh, we like to do a little bit of digging here. We, we like to dig. Yeah, Matt, Matt went really obscure. Oh, um, I did. Yeah, for the tell me something I don't know segment. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just get going. Uh, Matt, tell me something I don't know, uh, and I don't know anything. But uh, tell me I don't know. Sorry, tell me something I don't know about Sean. Ro- uh, Sean Respert. Sean wow. Respert. Couldn't even pronounce it. Wow. Um, yeah, he didn't last too long in the NBA. He played for the Raptors back in 97. Um, he actually played 74 games for them over two stints wow. in a short period of time. And then his career, it petered off pretty quick. Okay. And, it, it, and I think people were like, he just kind of disappeared. No one really knew why. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened that nobody knew. 
that in 1996, before he oh, no. joined, oh no, is this the Slenderman story? Well, <laughs> he he did get he lost a lot of weight at this time. He did get slender. Okay. He had stomach cancer, and it, nobody knew until Aww. 2005. And that's essentially why he stopped playing. Like I think it. And did he pass away? No, no, he's still alive. So he beat cancer. Yeah, yeah, oh. he beat it, but it it I think it just destroyed his career. Yeah. Wait. So did he career. get cancer mid career? Yeah, before like a year before he joined the Raptors. So I, I think he's in the early '90s is when he started playing. Wow. Shit. Well, uh, I mean, I was pretty positive coming into this podcast. Yeah, wow, that, that took a turn. I wanted to yeah. start with the dark one first to get it out of the way, but hey, it's a positive story. He, uh, he beat it. Okay. Well, you know? uh, let's let's talk about beating uh, teams in the NBA. Matt, would you give me that Raptors sting? Absolutely. Hashtag Me and Nigel are trying to dance, dance this off. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, do you want to talk to the GM? I'll get him. Aging Bobby Webster. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> See, Nigel, what is you. happening right now? <laughs> thank you for rolling your eyes. Matt always gives me like a He'll devilish smile <laughs> with every new tinny soundbite he brings in. He'll be here in like five minutes since oh. I've paged him now. Oh, okay, cool, cool. This is fantastic. Um, thanks, man. I really this appreciate paging. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Webster, Webster in that weird, <laughs> weird Alvin and the Chipmunks voice. Next time you're at the Scotiabank, listen for it. They page him all the time. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they do. All right. Uh, but you know what? I got a, I got a fun new segment. Um, yeah. okay. It's called uh, Who Did Kyle Kill? Oh, So, so yeah. check this out. Um, based on uh, the new NBA... So many threes are happening, and uh, yeah. and so many records are being broken. And our our very own Kyle Lowry, by the way, who's now the Raptors leader yeah. in steals uh, all time, which is oh, pretty awesome. That's right. Yeah, he passed. Uh, he made. He he got the steal record in Milwaukee, which is cool. So Kyle is. Uh, yeah, he's just going to build on that record. But I'm more interested in uh, the all time three point record, and mm-hmm. he's he's making ground quick. So uh, we're going to do a little Hunger Games the- uh, theme here. <laughs> we're going to play a cannon for every person that uh, Kyle kills. Yeah. So how many people has Kyle killed so far, Matt? <laughs> nice. That, that was pretty dramatic. That would yeah. be two. Uh, that's two. I okay. held my breath through that whole part. I was like, what is this? <laughs> I mean, cat. Is it Everdeen? What's her name on Hunger Games? Cat Everdeen. Cat Everdeen. She holds her breath when she hears the cannon. It's That's scary. True. Yeah, you know? true. Who doesn't? Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Kyle has uh, officially passed. Yeah. Antoine Walker. Yeah. You, I, I hate that guy. We'll we'll say goodbye because he's done. Good peace, dude. Uh, <laughs> and he's also passed Brent Berry. Yeah. Wow. That's right. For the all-time list. Um, let me just, uh, you know, uh, have a quick look here and see where he's sitting. Um, he's 34. Yes. Yeah, he's 34 on the list right now with yeah. uh, 1,397 threes. 1,397. Yeah. So uh, go get him, Kyle. Yeah, man, go Who's get him. Who's number Kyle? one? Ray Allen? Ray Allen, was yeah. Was he good? He was good, eh? Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> um, but the Raptors are pretty damn good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm going to rifle off some uh, some stats here, and then I'll, I'll pose a little question to you, Nigel. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, so eight games in, mm-hmm. the Raptors are fifth on offense. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, seventh on offense. No, I, I messed that up already. They're fifth on offense, seventh on defense, and fourth in net rating. So looking pretty good, um, especially considering Kawhi hasn't played two games. What does the net rating mean? Net rating is uh, 
um, is the average win you have. So okay. for us, it's uh, I believe it's eight point four. Okay. So uh, most games we're gonna win by you know eight, eight okay, points. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, last year we were second in the league um, wow. with our, with our net rating. We had great wow. stats last year, but um, yeah, Kyle's leading the league in uh, assists, mm-hmm. and uh, Kawhi has the highest win percentage of all time. Mm-hmm. So just you know, processing some of that, Nigel. What's the yeah? What's the most impressive thing to you so far? Just in a general sense with the Raptors. In a general sense, it's man. Okay. Uh, it's amazing to see how fast they rallied around Kawhi and uh, and and Kyle, and and just made it made it work. It still seems a little dysfunctional. It like is. You'll, you'll watch you'll watch the game. You're like, oh, something is yeah. off. But at the same time, they're still making it work to win. Right, like that. The hierarchy was established immediately. Oh, f- oh, for sure, out the yeah. gate. Like that couldn't have been more clear. So it's still a little jarring to watch every once in a while. Like you just plays look a little weird. And yeah, people are kind of out of sync, and just the personalities aren't. You know, when you high five somebody out of like, "Yo, man, good play, bro. You just go, go do it. Take yeah. it home." Yeah, they're just kind of like, hey, "That was that was nice." <laughs> you know what I mean? And they kind of say it to to themselves yeah. and not totally. like to each other. Yeah. So it's it's that. Uh, I I am looking forward to what happens. You know, uh, give me like another, give me like another month. Right. You know, uh, I think the deeper we go, obviously the more people will gel and we'll figure it all out. But it just, it just seems like everybody's walking on eggshells right now, but still the common goal is to win. We all know that. Yeah. It's like this like humble kind of like distinguished confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you just as like a sports fan or as an entertainment fan, I want that to be like more exuberant. For sure. Like one of my favorite plays of the game yesterday against Philly was, uh, I think Kawhi got an and one and uh, Serge just walked up and pushed him from behind. Like pretty hard. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was great. Amazing. And Kawhi looked back like who pushed me <laughs> and he saw that it was Ibaka and he just had a big smile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, you know, like like, like that storyline, how much Kawhi embraces his city, um, how much it's one and two um, with, with him and Lowry. Mm-hmm. You know, the poise that Danny Green's bringing. There's just, there's a million positives to go around. Like even the the small thing of of uh, Kawhi saying that Toronto's a lot like New York City. <laughs> like every yeah. single Torontonian just yeah. like slept well yeah, after well, they heard sure. that. For sure, we're so insecure <laughs> that we're like we are like New York. <laughs> finally, finally. Yeah, yeah. And then around the rest of Canada, we're like, no, we're our own place. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Serge? You want to talk about Serge a bit, right? He's yeah, been man. So. I was like, watching are are you waiting for a come to earth moment or are you kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. I, I haven't been able to nail it down, but watching the game last night, watching them play Philly last night, uh, which is, which is crazy within itself. Um, just because it got so close in the fourth quarter, but, uh, watching Serge play, I'm not, is it a new found confidence he has, or is he taking advantage of the fact that Kawhi's here? So everybody's focused on him because I mean, last year his season was okay, but I definitely felt like correct me if I'm wrong, but he was on the chopping block maybe, or he could have been on, he was on a very thin yeah. line, I think. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got benched in the playoffs after he couldn't guard love, which is crazy. Yeah. So uh shout out to love. Who's going to be out for like three to four weeks. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, but um, your third highest player getting benched. Yeah, is is bad, right? Yeah, like, of course. So just so he, I, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I love it. Like, I if he if he can ride that out and keep that wave going, do it, bro. So do it. How much? How much should we attribute to the you know the new spacing, more shooters on the floor, mm-hmm. and him playing exclusively at the center spot? 
Oh, all of it. I mean, so we should, it's we like should... a combo of like Kawhi and and Danny Green and the spacing, and then also he yeah. has more space, right? Yeah, because now play the pick and roll exactly. Now we have players that are definitive to where they are or where they should play. Right. You know, when you had um, DeRozan and Larion, it was like. It was just a one-two combo all the time. Everybody else fend for yourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is great and it worked for us. But now with that definitive role, you know where that player is going to be at whatever whatever time. Yeah. You know, whatever play that is. So here's here's the theoretical. Like looping in, you know, that uh, the whoever the alpha is, Kawhi, yep. uh, and, and Lowry and, and Nurse um, versus the kind of like Surge's on-court play. Mm-hmm. Who goes over to Surge when he's having an off night and keeps <laughs> jacking shots? Like who talks to him? Does anyone? Uh, you know, it's 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 a fun question, right? Because like, how locked in is is this team? Yeah. Like, is does Kawhi feel comfortable going over to Surge, being like, "You need to stop jacking up shots." I mean, or is Kawhi like, "I don't really talk to people. Like, yeah. I just kind of crush it." Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Isn't it McGlory? Wouldn't McGlory go over? McGlory might. <laughs> McGlory might just like strangle him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I feel like McGlore, what's the over-under on him strangling Raptors players? Oh, man. Uh, like, just for a brief bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just enough for them to, like, kind of, like, their eyes roll back a bit. You know what I mean? They, they just get enough yeah. of uh, a little bit of oxygen. <laughs> so, when, when, when McGlore strangles someone, does he say his own name? Does he say, like, Big Cat? As you're... <laughs> As you're blacking out, yeah, does he, he just whispers. Yeah, he whispers out. it. He whispers it. He whispers, he whispers it. Big yeah. Cat? Yeah. Oh, my God. He might, you know what I mean? It becomes a part of the game where he chokes at a Raptors player. We have to wait till they come to. It's always like Malachi (laughs) Richardson. Who's getting some burn? How how do you feel about that? Um, Actually, you know what? Wait, well, let's let's hold off on that because we're going to do nurse bench in a second Mm -hmm. here. And we're just kind of, we're going over like really impressive, fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So... uh, how do you feel? How are you feeling about Siakam? It seems like the the whole idea of him running, like getting a board and running it, mm-hmm. has been fully embraced. Like we saw a really good uh, a really good team in Boston kind of shut that down a little bit, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then you know there's going to be a lot of mistakes, but at the same time, it's it's like Draymond Green. It's pure havoc mm-hmm. when he's running the break. Mm-hmm. No one knows what to do. Nobody, because he can just run floor to floor if you don't stop him, mm-hmm. or. Like that, yeah. That that play with him and Kawhi, where they both ran side by side, mm-hmm. was was bonkers. Because it, you know, if nothing happened in the play, he probably could have kicked it out to a three point shooter. But Kawhi ran the lane and, and got a. I think actually that was the play where Serge pushed him. <laughs> a lot of good things happened there. But yeah, how are you feeling about Siakam's role? I like I like Siakam's role. I I, I like I like that he's he's turned into the gritty guy and he's turned into this tall, lanky, aggressive. Uh, I'm gonna do me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's that's what he does now. He's just, I'm going to do me. Uh, I'm going to take it from one end to the other. I'm yeah. going to do a weird spin that I don't need to do, or uh, or I'm just going to stretch out. And he just does do a it. lot of unnecessary things. Dude, totally does. He totally does. And it, it works for him. Oh, so, man, I mean, he, I think his role is great. He pissed off old man uh, Jack uh, <laughs> yesterday because like, there was a fumbled ball and he tried to dribble it as opposed to just pick it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I, I swear I could hear Jack just channeling like Red Auerbach's like, get the ball! You know what I mean? Like, But it, but it was one of those things where it's like he's so talented that he clearly just tried to keep the dribble alive yeah. and it didn't fly. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, he's what? Is he year three? He's year three, so we're going to have to live with some of those mistakes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. play, he's play, is he playing more minutes this year? Uh, yeah, he's, he's averaging playing, 26. 
He's been playing quite, uh, I think, like up from probably like 18, something yeah. like that. Um, he's third in steals, too. How you feeling about? Well, he's uh, getting tw- he's getting like he's averaging about twenty six minutes. Yeah. How you yeah. feeling about Jonas? So he's who? got uh, Jonas Valanciunas. <laughs> yeah, right. Who he's playing less minutes than last year. Yeah. Um, is really effective. Yeah. But at the same time, he seems to be. It's early, yeah. but he seems to be really losing that battle to surge. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as minutes and as far as starts, mm-hmm. I think Jonas has started three of the eight games, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, what's your what's your take on that, Nigel? Is it is a decreased <clears throat> role okay? He seems like he's a team player. He seems fine for sure. I mean, look, his commercial game is is sick. Yeah, you know, like he's getting a lot of a lot of camera time. Uh huh. Um. So what's the next topic? Oh shit! <laughs> hey man, you know what? There, there's a lot of over the top JV love. So if you want to go on a JV rant, <clears throat> like if he's overrated or doesn't deserve time, I don't, I don't, I don't, hit me with it. I don't think that he's overrated, and I don't think that I think he is exactly where. He needs to be right now. I, I, I don't know how to explain it. No, I, I couldn't. I haven't really. I couldn't agree more because yeah, I what are you supposed really... to do when the whole league's going one way? And it's like, dude, adapt these skills or or die out or, that, or, or become Greg Monroe. For sure. So you got to hit the three, you know, and he's taking the three, hitting mm-hmm. the three a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Embiid took like what? Five threes yesterday. Oh, like, yeah. Embiid didn't give a shit. Oh, Embiid I mean? cannot be stopped. Okay, yeah, for sure. Like but he, I mean, that's, that's yeah. going off. But all I'm saying as a big man, I think. You know, Eunice needs to do that. He just, he just, I don't miss him on the court. And then when he's there, I'm happy he's there and he does some great work, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm neither here nor there on him. To no, that's fair. I just, that's fair. I don't know. There's something about him that I'm just like, cool, man, I'm kind of over you and, and how the system works around you, how the raps play around you. Cause that's not what we do anymore. Yeah. And like, I feel, you know, maybe a couple years, I, I, a couple years ago, I was probably like one of the, the raging guys against Casey, like play JV more in the fourth and, you know, get like, you know, build him up more. And I think that was valid to a certain extent, mm-hmm. but, you know, taking in where we are now, I think, yeah, like he just has to be the best role player possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I think that's totally fine. And it's up to him to contribute to winning and it's up to him to be so good that you can't take him off the floor. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If he, if he, if he kept his game going when he was like, you know, uh, about two seasons ago, if he had that game and still had that and then accelerated that, I think that would be the best Jonas that we could have Yeah, coming off that bench uh, and being excited about it. Yeah. But he, but last year, Last year was a real downfall, and everybody saw it. Everybody knew it, but it wasn't right. It wasn't the right time for us to get rid of him yet. Like we still, we still need him. You know, for sure. I mean, like one thing I just can't unsee with JV now. Like, sure, he's going to rack up um, points and rebounds, good free throw percentage. He's generally pretty efficient around the basket, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but on defense, the amount of times there's a pick and roll, and someone just you know pops out to the free throw line, yeah. and he's contesting the shot. But he's not bothering it at all. No, no. Like the percentage of him, um, or no, that's that's a bad way to phrase it. It, It's it's almost like with baseball, right? Um, You you get an error when you're in the play, Mm -hmm. um, and you know bounces off your glove or whatever. You're nearby. If if we're comparing it to baseball, and I am, (laughs) um, there's so many times where he wouldn't even get the error because he's not close enough to the play. (laughs) Like how many times does? a guy just score a very comfortable layup around JV mm-hmm. and you know, he's nearby, but he doesn't bother the shot. Yeah. 
So I think that's kind of where we need him to get to if he's going to make more of a difference and if we can foresee him playing against these elite small teams like Boston, yeah, uh, you know, like uh, like Golden State. And, and I think that's where we need him, right? I yes. think that's where, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, that's where I'm not ready to get rid of him yet is because we do need him down the line. There's going to be bigger games, like you just said, mm-hmm. uh, those Golden State games where we need him, and he knows it. Yeah. And he plays well against those teams. So it's like we need him to to stick around, you know? For sure. Um, okay. Pacers, too. Pacers. Pacers look pretty good, eh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I, I think I got a uh, fun one. There was a bit of a failed segment um, <laughs> last episode. Did, yeah, but we're ready this time. We're ready this time. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know what? We, we so care about our fans. So ready. Um, so yeah. uh, I'm going to scrap it as a quiz, and I'm just going to kind of list it off. Actually, you know, let's let's just do a fun quiz to see if uh, Nigel can see where I'm going. Yeah, just off the top of your head, right? Who has the best uh, plus minus throughout the year? So this is tabulated through all their games. Yeah, so far, yes. Eight. So plus minus. Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. So 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 who are the top five players? Yeah, on the on the Raptors. On the Raptors. Uh, it's got to be uh, well, uh, Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is amazing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool, man. Now, now the stakes are high. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, love how I was like, I'm not going to do a quiz. Full yeah. quiz. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kawhi for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say Siakam. Yeah, and I also want to say, I don't know. I'm going to say Kyle Lowry. He's addicted to the dings, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, addicted to two it. more. So two more. So then that means, uh, oh, uh, Green. And one more. I, I'm gonna do just because we talked about it, the guy's top of mind. I want to say Valentinus. <laughs> it's Surge. Oh, it's of course. Which of is course. kind of perfect for this yeah. point. Okay, so I'm just gonna like rifle it off yeah. uh, super quick. So throughout the year so far, um, Danny Green is sitting uh, at the top with a plus 95. He's yeah. so good. So when he's on the court, we're so just and, 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 murdering. Teams. And I just want to say this because I think he deserves a massive shout out. Like that trade is so great. It's yeah. worked out so well. Yes, we have, and I'm going to come back to what we've already said. Mm-hmm. Is that everybody now on the Raptors seems like they know their place, they know their role, and he is part of that. He's a perfect example of it. So great because now it's like uh, that feeling you get when you watch Golden State and you know uh, you know somebody's going to shoot that three. I mean, I can name all the whole roster. Yeah. That's why I didn't yeah. name a specific. But when they need that clutch three, you know it's going to happen. Yes. And you see it and you get excited. You're on the edge of your seat. It goes in. You scream. You freak out. Yeah. Green is like that for us. When I watched him yesterday, I, it, I've never had that feeling before with the Raptors. He makes you giddy. Yeah. yeah. And now, like, whenever he gets it, green for the three. You're like, yeah. oh, my God. And it goes in. And you're like, oh, my God. I mean, he's... <laughs> <laughs> your face when you said, oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? um, so good. He hasn't disappointed from day one. From For when sure. he first started talking. Yeah. You know, it's just been like he's been a real treat. Oh, it's been amazing. Anyways, so continue. Yeah. yeah. Go on. No, yeah, but just just to kind of like um it's crazy. Bang, bang that green drum one more time. Like yeah. sure. also his defense. He's yeah. he's clearly, I mean, maybe it's OG, but I would say he's our second best perimeter defender. For sure. The chase down blocks, the ball denial, the yeah. hands and passing lanes. Like the guy is just like heads and tails above, you know, any of our, you know, Norm or Miles mm-hmm. or DeLon mm-hmm. or whatever. He just contributes so much on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so number two is Lowry with a plus 85. Uh, Kawhi Leonard in only six games is a plus 75. Wow. Uh, Pascal is plus 67. Wow. And Serge 
is plus 54. Wow. Yeah. So those are our starters. Yeah. And I, I kind of like, I'm listing these stats to illustrate this point. Uh, next is JV with a plus 16, uh, Norm with a, with a plus 14. Yeah. And, you know, then it starts to get a lot worse. Yeah. Um, no, we, you know, we, it we, don't, bottoms we it just, dro- just drops it. Eh? Well, our, our three worst players are all key contributors in the lineup. So yeah. we got Miles, dead last, negative oh, 53. Um, we got DeLon, uh, second last with negative 37. And Fred is negative six. Yeah. And then, you know, in the middle is like Brown, Richardson, uh, Ananubi, Monroe, and, and, and Boucher, which is, they're all kind of like fine. But, See, it's crazy sorry. because... Miles, I feel like I feel like great. Uh, I feel like Miles is what we wanted from. Oh wait, Green is what we're getting because that's what we thought Miles was going to be. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Carol, yeah, and, and James Carol, Johnson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. every other like like you know three and D guy yeah, we yeah, tried yeah. to land. Yeah, for sure. Like Miles did. Okay. This year we just got two instead. Yeah, you know? yeah. Miles like, is okay, but it's it's. I took, I completely forgot about him. I literally mm-hmm. forgot about him until you yeah. mentioned him just now. Oh, he's like a random heat check guy now. Wow. It's awesome. Um, But yeah, no, I think uh, the reason I wanted to bring that up is because unlike Casey, you know, the bench mob's not really a thing. No, not anymore. Not this season. And I love that Nurse is de-emphasizing it and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, really playing around with the bench, which we saw a ton of in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think in Milwaukee, you kind of saw like what we're like undermanned. And what and, and how little some how little chemistry some of our units have. Mm-hmm. Now I think we're going to lose some games that way, but also feel like that's really really going to help us in the playoffs because when Nurse is looking for a guy and he looks down the bench, he's not really thinking about like oh I, you know I can't play Delon unless it's with Fred right. because those two work together. It's like no 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 we're just trying to establish the best starting lineup and the best closing lineup and like every other really good team. Just figure it out in the middle. It's not about keeping our bench intact. Like right. That's not how you win an NBA championship. And I think I was guilty of, I was one of the people last year who, you know, fully fell into the bench mob. It's going to be useful in the playoffs. You know, Fred goes down first couple minutes of the second quarter against Washington. You're like, shit, they're mm-hmm. playing John Wall mm-hmm. and Pirtle and Gosh. DeLon don't really matter anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess just like, just touching on the nurse thing, um, how do you feel about kind of not focusing so much on the bench? And and also, who do you think the most valuable guy is off of the bench? That's the main question. Who's our six man now based on the way that nurse is using the bench? Right. So I feel like nurse is, nurse is taking a different approach because he has to, right? So I, th- I think there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. This guy's coming in. I think everybody's apprehensive about it. Everybody's a little shy about it. So yep. he has to switch something up. So him coming in, switching up that whole uh, that whole you know bench bob thing. Okay, right. fine, man. It's it seemed to work so far. Yeah, it's it, it, it it's, it's so kind of like experimentation is a mandate. Exactly. Um, but coming off the bench, who's our who's our best? Who's our sixth? Yeah, oh, is it man. JV? Is it OG? Who you know who's missed a couple games because of uh, you know a tragedy? Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know Fred is still a key guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had that turf toe or whatever. Mm-hmm. So who's the guy like we need every game he will be relied upon and he's going to he's going to help us win games. I think it's either going to be I think it's either going to be JV or uh, or OG. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the same and it's weird because I feel like 2 weeks ago I was making arguments that Fred was our third most important player. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But seeing how much Nurse loves Brown, mm-hmm. 
is kind of changing the equation for me. Like I know that Brown's mostly been playing because Fred is out. Yeah, for sure. But I think that, I don't know. I think that JV is too valuable to not be an integral part of the team. And also, and you know, with, with, with Siakam handling the ball more and, and OG clearly being like, you know, the next Kawhi in, in Raptors fans yeah, eyes and yeah, nurses yeah. eyes. Yeah. I think they're going to get minutes. Like I can't see OG getting benched and I could see DeLon getting benched. Fred maybe is still in there. Maybe I'm just, it's a recency bias because he's been injured. But right. Yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm on the JV OG and I think, I think JV because of like tenure and talent and the Same. fact that Ibaka could get injured yep. or, or just could not play like a full, um, a full, you know, 30 minutes a game for 82 games. Mm-hmm. 100%. He's going to need to rest. Yep. That's exactly, exactly my sentiments, man. Same thing. So you, you saw that Milwaukee game, right? I did not see that one. You didn't see it. Okay. That's one I missed. But the Philly one I watched. Philly one you watched. Yeah, yeah. So I got it. I got it. You, you missed the good one. one. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard. Can I ask you guys a question about the bench real quick? Yeah, please do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just one quick <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because we talked about how great this trade was. Now, looking at how the bench has been this year, are we missing Pirtle at all? Is is it like, oh, if we had Pirtle, maybe things would be a little bit better on the bench? Or I would think. What do you think? I would say we're missing his rim protection. Yeah. But I would say that's one of the sneaky best parts about the trade mm-hmm. yeah. is that the Spurs, you know, could recognize that Pirtle was a talent and he was also a disposable talent for the Raptors. Right. Because we we kind of kept our wing strength by not trading Siakam or OG and we kept our depth at center. I think it was all part of the equation because... Surge was meant to play center at this at this point in his career. Right. So, short answer: No, we're not missing him. Yeah. But also, he's a talent, and anytime you you know you're always going to miss you're always going to miss talent. But we're so stacked that no. Okay. Is that is that a fair answer, Nigel? I just like saying Pirtle, Pirtle, Pirtle. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> Pirtle. You know that Pirtle. I used to think that for for a little while last year he was the hardest name to pronounce. Yeah. But it's it's Freddie. For sure, because you think that's you think that second V is yeah. going to be an F. <laughs> Your brain does. Yeah. That's how it goes. Your brain wants to do. You yeah. want to say Your fleet? Brain wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's let's talk some NBA. Okay. Uh, Matt, would you give me that old NBA sting? NBA. You're killing National Nigel with the Tinny Sounds Association. <laughs> Are you done, Matt? I'm yeah, I'm done. waiting for. I know it's coming. <laughs> I haven't heard the RTZ yet, so. Oh, no, we started with that one. Oh, we started with it. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so good. Wait, did you remove the, the weird pronunciation of Naismith? I did remove it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully embarrassed by it now. Honestly, I was embarrassed because I, after I heard you say it, Naismith, I was like, have, have I been saying Naismith <laughs> wrong? wrong the whole time? So many, I've been to Almont. Okay. I've been to Almont, Ontario. I've seen the statue of Mr. James. You just haven't been saying it right. No, I guess not. Um, okay, Matt, let's uh, let's hopefully take this into a more positive oh, area. Okay, but tell me something I don't know about Reggie, Reggie Slater. Slater. Okay, mm. and uh, don't echo me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another deep cut on the Raps. He played for the Raptors from '97 to '99. Now, listen to how he got into basketball. In high school, he's in grade nine. He's walking back from band practice. Okay, walks. Past the varsity basketball practice, coach spotted, spots him, sees that he's like a tall 6'3", grade 9. He's like, hey, 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 <laughs> do you want to play? 
And he's like, uh, I I don't know how, but I'll, okay, sure. Shows up in football cleats, has like never played basketball before, wait, really. Wait. I'm sorry. He showed up in football cleats, like into like a, a, gym? a gym inside. A gym, like varsity basketball. Yeah. Practice uh, inside. Okay. This inside. story is cool, but that's just weird. It's super weird. Yeah. And he didn't like, he didn't know that like, you know, he didn't know how to dribble. So he would essentially, if you've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh-huh. the, the character Chief, when he's just like oh, yeah. <laughs> walking back and forth and dropping it. In, in the rim, that's yeah. pretty much what he did for like the first year of his basketball career. And then he went on to join the NBA. And now, did you know he owns several oil lube businesses in Houston? Okay, you need to tell me a bit more about that. Wow. wow. That mean, story just keeps getting better and better. I mean, and, and he knew nothing lube. about the oil lube. No, so he, he didn't. Was walking no, by he was walking by. <laughs> so I was like, sir, I'm going to lube you up. He was walking by. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Yeah, that's how he's uh, had all the success. Walking by at the right time. Houston oil loop. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, fair enough. How, fair how, enough. T- how tall was he in high school? Six nine. He was in he, band. He was six three in six, grade three. nine, and then he, I think, in the NBA, he was about six nine. Wow. Yeah, he got pretty big. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Okay. So uh, for this NBA NBA segment, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you three stories, and you can just pick one. Great. So. As far as, as struggling teams go, it's it's pretty damn early, you know, so you don't want to freak out. But um, maybe the struggles are real for some of these teams. So I picked three talented teams in my in my eyes uh, who are off to pretty bad records. So Houston's one and five, uh, Washington's one and five, and OKC is two and four. Um, just just pick one of those teams and let's talk about. Them. I mean, let's talk about the uh, man. <laughs> let's talk about the Rockets. Okay. Let's talk about the Rockets. They, uh, wow. I mean, we, okay, look, we saw what was happening with Washington. Washington should have been like this for the last three or four seasons. They right. should have started this way. And every year. They hate each other, man. They hate each other. They hate other teams. They, and they still come together and make the playoffs almost every season. Yeah. I have no idea how they do that. Moving moving along. They have talent, man. They do. I'm always too high on Washington, and I need to finally back off that. Yeah, man. Yeah, back off those guys. Back off the capital. Uh, moving on. OKC, this this is very intriguing, how this team can just kind of implode silently. Uh, and now we're just like, oh, this, are they are they bad, or is it a team chemistry thing? Like, what is what exactly is happening here with this team? Um, also, their logo still sucks. But – yeah. Now, let's talk about the Houston Rockets. Now, that is a shocker because they should have been just riding off of the anger right? and the high from last season. Yeah. I thought this is the team that was going to come in because everybody's playing like his playoffs right now. And Houston's stacked. Yeah, Houston is I'm trying to stacked. figure out Houston. Like I'm just looking at the offensive numbers here, and here are the only teams. So so just, just keep in mind, mm-hmm. last year, Houston had the best uh, offense ever recorded. Wow. Okay? Wow. Um. And please correct me if I'm wrong. There might have been a Golden State team that had a better offense, but I, I don't think so. Um, so right now, they're currently better um, than the Boston Celtics, the Orlando Magic, um, and where's the other team? Uh, Phoenix Suns. That's it. Oh, boy. So the Houston oh, Rockets boy. are ranked 27th on offense. Yeah. It, it's Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, how does a James Harden offense play that bad? Or is it just, it's way too early Let's not panic. No, I mean, like I that's bad, right? Yeah, I don't think. I, I mean, you can still panic. 
Yeah. It, yes, Panicking it is, is early. Fun. Yeah, panicking yeah. is fun. And it, yes, it is still early, but you want to show some signs of like, hey, man, we still have what it takes. Back us. We're going to be a threat, especially now the West is, it's the wild, wild West now. Like, yeah. you have LeBron move over there, and now things are just going ludicrous, man. I mean, the Lakers aren't even that great either, which is also crazy. But yeah, I digress. Houston one and five. They lost to the Trailblazers, man. I mean, I'm. I don't think the Blazers are that bad. They're not, but they're not that good. There's no way that should have been. It was one hundred four and five. I'm just. I'm they're check, five and two. I'm gonna check out Houston's point differential. Right. So, um, right now, Houston is losing by an average of eleven points. <laughs> so, I mean, again, you know, it, the the variables are really gonna swing mm-hmm. in the in this first month, the first two months. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, bad signs, and like I think. It's giving a lot of credence to all the people who said, um, you know, they should have uh, anted up for Ariza mm-hmm. and they should have anted up for uh, um, Luke Richard and Bamute. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. Instead, they got like guys like uh, James Ennis, uh, uh, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> um, oh, boy. And I don't even know if he's exactly the problem. Here's a theory I have with Houston. So with this offensive revolution that's been going on, pace and space, uh, you know, taking threes, mm-hmm. is there any credence to the fact that the whole league is just adapted and Houston's not surprising people with their style anymore? Mm-hmm. And in fact, that people probably studied Houston last year are playing similar to them um, because no one has Golden State's roster, mm-hmm. but everyone can do what Milwaukee's doing. And we're, we're going to get there, which is if you have a really good creator, mm-hmm. even, even James, right? Um, if you have a creator with a bunch of shooters, you can just trust them to make good decisions. But uh, yeah, the whole league seems to be doing that. So yeah, but I don't, I don't. Is know that Houston's if, advantage is it just over? But I don't think that's it, man. Because you, you still at the crux of this team, uh, you have Chris Paul. Uh, look, personality aside, mm-hmm. okay. Personality aside, let's talk about his game. Uh, who's a fantastic, He's amazing, fantastic point guard. Uh, and then you have James Harden in the back that up. I mean, Carmelo Anthony is around. Yeah. He's around. But I, I just don't understand how you Capella, can't have. Capella, yeah. Amazing. How can you have those three, four guys and still be this bad? Yeah. Like not only on the court, but off the court. Like it's just, it's, it makes no sense for them to make such a 180. This you know, is, this is actually uh, a good time to talk about the, uh, the apparent offer to uh, Minnesota. Did you hear about this? No. So apparently Houston offered, they don't want to uh, get rid of Eric Gordon, who's okay. also awesome. Right. Uh, or PJ Tucker, who Minnesota wants mm-hmm. for Butler. So apparently they offered first, or sorry, four first round picks. Right. Which is bonkers, especially yes. for a team like Houston <laughs> um, that, yeah. you know, values all these like micro moves and stuff. That seems kind of panicky, right? Yeah. That's very panicky. It's very panicky. And if they got Butler, is that an immediate contender or what's going on there? Oh, you right. Know? I'm sorry. Right, 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 right. I did hear about that. Yeah, if they got Butler. Um, I guess if they got Butler without giving up any players, it would be... It would change the dynamic on the floor. It would 100%. change the dynamic, right? Uh, I think that would almost be like... Uh, uh, that would almost be like the OKC from two seasons ago. Uh, three. How long has Harden been gone now? Four? Three or four seasons now? I think he's. I think this is going to be his fifth season. His fifth. Oh, yeah. boy. Okay, cool. Because it just reminds me of uh, him, Russell, and then uh, 
who's the third on on uh, KD? Uh, thank you, yeah, uh, and yeah. KD exactly. Yeah. So it reminds me of that. If those, if they did get Butler, right? That's what it would remind me. Like of. just so much talent, but so much talent. Can they but, share the ball, etc.? Exactly, right? I mean, so, people said that about Paul and Harden last year, and D'Antoni made it work. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you're kind of testing that if you keep giving him players who want the ball, For, right? Well, that's a problem. That's a problem. Now you have too many uh, too many personalities, right? Too many cooks. Yeah. Um, so. Here's here's just a like a fun theoretical. Let's say they, you know, start to approach, um, you know, the All Star game not being in a playoff position. Mm-hmm. Does Melo get blamed? Like, is, does he just <laughs> no, get man. dropped? No, he, I mean, they're sticking with Melo. He may get. He, he Melo's not even in the mix. Melo's not even in the mix. That's how I saw this because a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's going to make them so much worse," and I'm like, "He's just going to be a role player." Melo's not even in the mix. Yeah, like he, he like might he's not as a part well, of the problem. No, think, man, yeah. he might as well retire. He might as well just he he's not he's oh, not a piece of this puzzle. Oh, do you mean like the NBA puzzle? Uh, yeah, like he's expired? Uh, yeah, or? man. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. What, what is he doing? What is he doing? Honestly, Melo, if you can listen to this, like, or, sorry, if you do listen to this, and I know you do sometimes. Um, <laughs> You're not a part of the equation. No, but like, dude, you've had a fantastic career. Like his numbers are ridiculous. His medals, score. his win- fantastic, man. I remember watching him from Syracuse. And I was like, this is this is fantastic. This guy's great. But it's it's okay now. It's okay, dude. It's okay. Get some rest. Hang out with your kids. Get some rest. You know what I mean? Hang out with your kids. Honestly, you know? dude, go to go to the one of the Monsanto seed banks it's in okay. Antarctica. Relax. You know what I mean? Get a hammock. Yeah, you know how Spread to dress. Out. Maybe get some uh, clothing line going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay, sure. man. It's okay. He's not. He's just not wow. anymore. You know? Look how much. Look how much chaos he caused in New York. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Guys got style for days. So just. Just do the style thing. Oh, you mean like his style caused chaos? Like no, his walking down the street? His style, was the only, his style was the only good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was the only good thing. So just take the style and just run with it, man. Yeah. He's not he's not part of the he's not part of the the, the Rockets problem by any means. Well, dark times for Houston. Uh Peter McLaren, I know you're a big Rockets fan. Uh maybe we'll have you on soon and you can kind of explain what's going on. Yeah, what is going on? But uh they're a team I just think, you know, they're gonna get good. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, we do got to see it. And there's been no signs of life. Mm. I think they'll, I think they'll definitely shape up before all-star break. I think we're going to take the over under, like I think before all-star break, they will definitely be in the positive and they will have way more wins and losses for sure. They're one of those rosters I look at, um, and organizations in general where I'm like, you're too good. Mm -hmm. You're going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, there isn't a culture of chaos, like let's say, um, Washington, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay, here's uh, here's another like pick one, um, pick one story. Great. So, uh, how good are the Bucks? How impressive was Clay's fourteen threes? Um, <clears throat> or what do you think about uh, the Cavs firing Ty Lue? <laughs> <laughs> um, I laugh at the last one because <laughs> the implosion of Cleveland was inevitable. Yes, like it would just so. I'm just gonna move on. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just I don't. There's nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we yeah. like Ty Lue knew as soon as as soon as LeBron left, Lou knew he was up, right? Yes. Yeah. And I think the team did. I think they everybody was like, "Well, fire him cool. in the summer." Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Let's <laughs> Absolutely not. like speaking of a chaos based decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently, he wanted to play vets more. Uh, and they were like, no, we are <laughs> awful. Play Shetty Osman. Like Shetty Osman, however you say. Oh, man. I feel for that dude, though. He, I feel for that dude. Um, Me too. Me too. I, I think I uh, yeah. he gets Sucks. a lot of uh, 
credit for bad things and not mm. a lot of credit for good, good things. things. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. wanted to see him in a rebuilding situation. Totally. Yeah, but, now, uh, now it looks like he, you know, it was all LeBron and he was just there like yeah, pointing yeah. at the Mind line. you, yeah. he got a giant contract yeah. and I think he, he still has three years three left. Year. Yeah. Cleveland, Ooh, what? Yeah. Cleveland's like the all-time franchise <laughs> that fires, <laughs> I think they fired Mike Brown yeah. uh, who was in a five-year contract and they fired him in like the first or second year. Yeah, I feel like Good they're Lord. still paying three coaches or so. Yeah, some some <laughs> like that. It's like, uh, I, I think crazy. Dan Gilbert just loves being humiliated or God. something. Um, that yeah. city just can't figure it out, man. Yeah. And I'm talking about like I'm talking about across the board. The Browns, Indians, oh, yeah. Yeah. just can't figure it out. You're right. Uh, okay, and so, uh, so the next the, one, Clay's threes, right? You were talking about that, and then yeah. what was the other? What was the other? The other one was Bucks, and you yeah. know we, we, we can just touch on all three, really. Great, let's touch on all three. Uh, Clay's threes. I, did you see it? Uh, I I caught highlights of it. I didn't get a in chance three to watch quarters, it. by the way. Yeah, I think I love. Look, I love Golden State. Uh, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it right now. I've Me got, too. I've got Golden State like stuff oh, yeah. swag. Oh, oh that much. Damn. Yep. Because, but I was on board with Golden State before they even drafted Curry. Oh, like I was wow. okay. Yeah, I was on board. Like only a couple, three, a couple, a couple seasons before, like three or four seasons before. Because yeah. I remember watching Curry um, when he was in college. But uh, because there's something about that team I've always really liked, mm. and also at the time they just rebranded themselves, and I was like, "Yo, I'm so down with this rebrand. Yeah. So down." Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I always liked the Warriors too. I, um, uh, for I think like five, six Christmases in a row. Yeah. One of uh, the Revis brothers would get the other brothers a cheap ticket to the Golden State game. Yeah. Because the Raptors were bad, Golden State was bad. Totally. We knew it would be exciting. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that yeah. really, really changed. Yeah. So then, uh, and then to watch them draft Curry and see how they played all these pieces and mm-hmm. how it all worked out. Uh, Ingrid Dow is one of my favorite guys too because yep. he's just like, oh my gosh, just to watching his him figure out his role and playing that role and playing it so well has been amazing. amazing. Um, and he's was, he's one of the best six men ever for sure, if There's, not the best six man. And it's actually kind no of doubt about it. atrocious that he's never won that award. Yeah, that award's broken. But yeah. anyways, yeah. Um, so now I digress. Now let's talk about Clay. I mean, he he is a guy who seems to be in the shadow of Curry. But is still finding his light. Yeah, like he's he's always going to be in the shadow of Curry as long as yeah. he's on the same team. But he's finding his light and he's doing his thing, and just letting you know every once in a while, hey man, I'm still here, and I still love playing for this team, mm-hmm. and I will take a pay cut if I have to to stay with this team. Yeah, like this guy's awesome. so dedicated not only to his team and his teammates, and he'll still live in the goddamn shadows. That is huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge for that yeah. team, right? I was listening to the uh, the Ringer and they broke down. Um, right. How Clay, like how little touches he used. Yeah. Like he barely touched the ball. Mm-hmm. He barely dribbled the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Catch every, and shoot, right? Yeah. He's just like such a minimalist assassin. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he probably gets that award as being like the, the, you know, just the best complimentary. He's one of the best yeah. complimentary players that have ever existed. For sure. Um, and it's just weird to say because, you know, Golden State's one of the best teams that have ever existed. Yeah. So they they have so many, you know, um, different like praiseworthy, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like just, athletes? Yeah, or just, just, like, just uh, attributes that, that that team, like just like records they've racked up. Mm-hmm. Like Clay took that award from Curry. Yeah. Who said it last year? Yeah. So it's just a bonkers thing we're watching. And I, I'm definitely appreciating it. And I feel like I've been on record a couple of times as saying I whether Durant leaves or not, 
I so desperately want this Golden State this Golden State squad to lose at Ooh, full wow. health. Like I really, really, really will be upset if this if Durant leaves wow. yeah. and this era if they win this year and yeah. Durant leaves yeah. and they just retired as never being beaten. That's right. gonna like eat eat at me. Wow. Because I like watching good basketball. Yeah, yeah. And of I, I went bonkers during that uh Houston Rockets Golden State series because I was like Daryl Morey is a is like a is like an evil mastermind <laughs> yeah, who yeah, finally yeah. put together this team. And I also love that Daryl Morey was like so specifically every time he was interviewed, he's like, "All I think about is beating the Warriors." <laughs> I was like, "This is who I like. I, I yeah, like that yeah, guy yeah. way more than anyone who's like, oh, the Warriors are so good. Let's just blow it up.'" Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. "No, this is sports, That's stupid, man." Yeah, and you know what? It's the and that series too. It's not. It was never a David and Goliath. I think it might have been compared that way a couple times. It was just, it was more like a Goliath and Goliath or like a David and David. Like they yes. were, they, they just knew, like Kerr just knew how to formulate the team the right way. So he's creating his, his beast, his mm -hmm. monster. And then Houston was doing the same thing on their side, but creating just a different type of thing. Yeah, so literally it was, cool. it was just going to be a fight to who can last the longest. Yeah. It's not about how many threes you can shoot. It literally is who can last the longest. And yeah. that was a game of endurance or a series of endurance, right? And Paul got injured. And so yeah. the Warriors Peace, did. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows what who, who knows what would happen if Paul didn't get injured? You yeah, but I mean? it, injuries are like but, a big part of any kind of championship story. One hundred percent. You know 100%. what I mean? Like I, I remember one year the Lakers beat the Celtics when uh, I think it was like Perkins went down, oh, and it's like you're like Perkins. How's he like uh, going to move the needle? But he did. Mm. And then one year I think Bynum went down for the Lakers and the Celtics won. Well, what um, what happened when uh, when Green gets suspended? Yeah. Right. Green gets suspended. For sure. I mean, Cleveland wins, right? So totally. it's just like, it's just whoever's, whoever the, the good role players are, whoever those players are, they're out, man. That can change the whole dynamic. And you know it. You can see it happening. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking of Houston and key guys and, you know, like their summer and them doing bad, um, if I'm not mistaken, they also didn't have Luke, uh, Richard, and Mute for the whole Golden State series. Oh, wow. And he was like a main 3 and D guy for them. He mm -hmm. was one of the, like, you know, him, Ariza, or Tucker. Mm -hmm. You know, like, they're always just going to be standing at the three. And they can all, they're all excellent on, on, on D, too. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at the, uh, at the Golden State roster and just looking at these, at these fucking these suspects. And it's you're like, silly. wow, man. It's silly. This is ridiculous. I know. I tried to kind of convince myself that their role players are bad enough this year that's going to have a negative effect. But when Clay scores 52 points <laughs> on 14 crazy. threes in three quarters, I mean, yeah, it was against Chicago, but there is a part of me that's like, Nah, <laughs> these guys that don't have to play enough fourth quarters, like they need to sweat on a more regular basis mm -hmm. for any of these, like, uh, you know, war of attrition theories to, to win out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about the bucks quickly. They are seven and oh, um, they might lose a game with Giannis going down, uh, with this concussion protocol. They beat the shit out of the Raptors without Kawhi, without OG, without, uh, FVV. But they still beat the shit out of us. I mean, you know, Brogdon and Bledsoe were just taking turns. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to mince words. Humiliating Lowry. Look, they were just like Lowry could do nothing against those guys. And I think obviously so much of the court changes when you have a guy like Green and OG there, et cetera, et cetera. But this Boone Knowles is looking good. He's looking real good, and he's, you know, similar to maybe Nurse and Casey. He went in there and he was like, yeah, you guys got some problems. You're doing a lot of good things too. Mm. I'm going to keep all the good things and I'm just going to enhance all the bad things. Mm -hmm. And even if Giannis turns the ball over like 20 times in a game, he's still just 
unguardable, especially mm-hmm. when you surround him with shooters. Lopez is hanging out at the three. Yeah, that dude. Um, still doing things. Sorry, yeah, I just monologued about the Bucks. No, but but, but yeah. it's all truth though, man. And I just said this the other day is that the Bucks because I didn't see the game, I saw highlights, but like the Bucks are that one team now for the pack. The, the Bucks are the Nets for us. Uh, from from four seasons ago. Oh yeah, five seasons ago. Like they're gonna be the bane we, in our existence. We can't. We just can't do it, dude. This is what this is the third season now. Well, potentially it could be the third season where the Bucks got our number. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, if they went out so hard and kicked our ass so big, and what are we gonna do now? What yeah. are we gonna do now? Because we, we got to play them at least what three, maybe two, three other times. Well, uh, I mean, we need Kawhi, right? One hundred percent. Like we need Kawhi to see. But also, even if we have Kawhi, they're gonna have the Greek Freak. Yeah. Back. So, I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? I think I think Milwaukee is looking at Philly, and they're like, "Sorry, but you need to sit down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, Milwaukee yeah. looks like right now that they're very upset yeah. that no one consider them to be one of the top three teams. For sure. I mean, they're looking quite a bit better than Boston. Mm-hmm. I think Boston also is just going to basically get better as the year goes along. Yeah, nobody's worried about Boston. I mean, honestly, all of the, I would say between Philly, us, Boston, and Milwaukee, mm-hmm. I see, you know, health health um, permitting, I see all those teams getting better as the year goes along. For sure. So, uh, yeah, are they, like, do you think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit? Or do you think that... Uh, all things are are good and they're gonna have like a sixty win team. Who's that Milwaukee? Yeah. Yeah, for sure they will. Really? I'm a, I'm pro, so, I'm put on point on stamp on it right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you right now the Mumbai Bucks gonna get a sixty win. By the way, hmm? when Nigel was saying that, <laughs> he was sitting on like a slowly farting whoopee cushion. <laughs> So that's where the tension came from, I think. But um <laughs> Yeah, man, the Bucks, dude. I just I can't it's, Are they it's, better than us? Oh, great question. No. I don't think so either. Don't think so. I say that with all confidence. I'm trying not to be too ridiculous. Right. I I don't think they are. I just think they're better at executing than we are right now. We are a different team than we were last season and the season before where they thumped us. And we, I mean, they took us to like seven, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is astronomical to think of. Like, let's be real. Like they, they literally have. Sorry. They actually took us to six, six, but we had that. They had that, we had that insane thing where they went ballistic on us. Right. And we, we eked out that six game. We're basically toast and then got swept by Cleveland. Right. Right. Thank you. So it's just, I, I still feel like they, they know, they know us, man. They know us. They got us down. And now the only thing they need to figure out is Laura, is um, uh, Kawhi when he, when he eventually yeah. plays them. I mean, it's hard to figure out. So Very that's hard fun. to figure out. But we, I also, we haven't even figured it out. Like the media, the people, we still haven't figured them out. Oh yet. man. The amount of times I like watch Kawhi do a new thing. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. this guy's freaking crazy. Like, we're watching an MVP campaign. Yeah. I know we're talking about the Bucks, uh, and we'll, we'll get back there in a sec, but we got to gush about Kawhi. It's like every win, you we like do. unlock a new skill. You know, in yes. a video game, you unlock a new skill with, with, uh, you know, with uh, Kawhi, and you're just like, oh, wow, you can do that? Okay. He's so good. Yeah. When's, when's the last time, if ever, that we've had a player? So when we beat Philly yesterday after the game, mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, who had 11 turnovers, <laughs> yeah, and just got, he got murdered by Kawhi. He like was murdered. brutal. Yeah. And uh, he basically paid deference to Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. I just think he's, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, like, just paraphrasing, Paraphrase, but basically yeah. was complimenting Kawhi. When's the last time? <laughs> We we had players so good that after we beat the crap out of a team, their one of their star players was like, uh, "Yeah, they are really good. And he is really special, yeah. and I do know my role. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like that to me is like if we go into the playoffs, Kawhi's just gonna like like whisper in his ear. It's like I know you respect me, and I'm gonna make this easy on you, but yeah. you won't win a game. Yeah, you know what I mean? I like love that so much because Simmons didn't, say, or I mean uh, Embiid didn't say that. No, you know, so Embiid will never say that. Yeah, Embiid knows that, but he would never say that. Um, I don't know if this is hot takey or what, but. Uh, you know, to try and stay unbiased. And, and I really do think this, um, I, although this is a kind of like a constantly changing ranking, but um, with Kawhi sitting out all of last year, I personally bumped him from like the third or fourth best player in the NBA mm-hmm. to the sixth or seventh. Um, and for me, the list was, um, and these are guys that are better than Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron, Curry, Durant, Harden, Giannis, Davis, and then I had Kawhi at seven. Right now, I would say that maybe I would swap out. Um, I would put Harden as seven, and Kawhi as as, as a six. But yeah, who are those? Who, who are these five guys? Am I wrong on LeBron, I, Curry, Durant, Giannis, and Davis? Who's better? I, I'm re- what I'm really asking you is: uh, Is Giannis better than um, Kawhi? Um, no, because I think. This is what, uh, you know, I need some... Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 think, I think I would prefer to have a Kawhi on my team. I would prefer to have that defense and that offense that can... Um, I, I prefer Kawhi's defense than I do Giannis's just straight-up offense. Right. Like, he, I mean, his, his defense is good, too. I mean, shot blocker, yeah. he's great. He, you know, he's, ama- he's amazing on defense, too. I would say that, like, if I was comparing the two, I would say that... Giannis has more of the like wow factor for sure, but yeah. as far as an yeah. effect on a game, they're yeah. probably really, really close. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kawhi's Kawhi. efficiency, right? I'm gonna say Kawhi. I mean, it, it sounds like we're being homers. very uh, yeah, very big time homers, but yeah. I just think if you boil it down, I think Kawhi is gonna be my guy. His work ethic seems a little bit harder. Uh, he's not as wily. He's very focused on mm-hmm. his uh, on his uh, player that he's checking whatever the thing is, and it's also got your back wherever you're gonna be. Yeah. Now, Giannis will do the same thing because he's a big kid yeah. and he's got energy for days he so really he'll does just, he'll do. just look around yeah. but he will every once in a while there'll be those glimpses of oh you are a big kid because you should have saw that pick and roll that just happened yes. and you're just not paying attention to everything that's going on Yeah, because you're still in that phase where Whereas, you're using all your athleticism over your over your NBA smarts over your basketball yeah. smarts you know and how humiliating like it's got to be humiliating when when Giannis takes like one step and oh, does geez. like a layup dunk <laughs> on you Yeah, but isn't it more humiliating when you know, basically Kawhi steals a pass yeah. with his eyes closed. <laughs> like oh, it yeah. does, it probably doesn't feel good to play against the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, you you're know not what I mean. You're not wrong. Like if someone's yeah. like, I have magic on my side, mm-hmm. then I don't know. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do know what you mean. It's I mean, just I, kind of I, frightening. Wouldn't, I wouldn't like it either. I mean, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that's it for the NBA stuff. I wanted to talk about. Cool. Um, but uh, did you want to bring your brother on for the quickish questions round? Why is he as he showed up? Yeah, his phone died and he got the time wrong. Oh, baby. Yeah, let's wow. let, let's let's bring him on. OK, um, we told you he was going to join us on the podcast, perhaps in the nick um, of time, in the nick of time. And God damn it, he did. Um, my brother uh, on the Beaverton. He's cool. He loves basketball. He's really good at the uh, pick and roll D and shit. Give it up at home. For Miguel Rivas. Hello. Blobby Samba. Blobby Samba, that's your track, man. 
Bobby Samba. Bobby Samba. That's the best one, man. <laughs> I heard all the yes. other intro tracks, and they Finally. do not match up to the <laughs> one that I have. Hey, for the record, uh, I freestyled on mine, and then all you said was, Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fitting. I just don't want to get in the way of such musical excellence. Yeah. yeah. So Honestly. Like, appreciate that, Miguel. Nigel's raps yeah. were really good. I mean, I was getting warmed up. He said, um, like, I'd say, like, top five or six words. Easily. But he mixed and matched them in a really scatty way, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are pre-written. Those were pre-written. <laughs> you bringing it pre-written? Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's uh, let's move over to the last segment, Matt. Would you give me a sting? Quickish question. Oh, freestyle my turn. This is how it goes. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful stuff, Miguel. Cheers. <laughs> okay, Matt. I'm sorry. Matt do- Matt plays the quickish question sting when you're not answering the question fast enough. That's how it works. <laughs> It's pretty confusing, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how the, whole the pod works. Very confusing, yeah. But yeah, the whole segment's pretty confusing, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, we're running with it. Yeah. Um, speaking of confusing uh, segments, Matt, yeah. why don't you tell uh, tell me something I don't know about Anthony Carter, journeyman point guard? Yes, yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so I got two things on Anthony Carter. Okay, for one, he's not related to Vince Carter, so just drop it right now. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. But speaking of dropped, he dropped at a high school, and uh, he played basketball for money for like drug dealers would, I guess, pay him. I guess they would bet on them or something like that. Sounds cool wow. to me. Okay. Yeah, pretty good. But like, it was essentially what he had to do to just you know put food on the table. Mm-hmm. That, so, and then check this out. Did you know that in two thousand three, Super Agent Bill Duffy screwed up his $4 million contract and he he ended up losing about $3 million on a contract because he he didn't fill out paperwork fast enough or okay. something. But oh the, my God. Yeah, but <laughs> check this out. This agent has made good on it and has paid him in installments ever since <laughs> and he gets money every year and it stops in 2020. So that's how... Wow. And I, he's still getting paid wow. for the... He's like, I'll pay you for that money that I screwed up. Fantastic, Bill Duffy. Well, yo, listen, listen to me. I'll pay you for that money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pay. I'll make you for it that good. He's making it good. Wow, that's uh, that's both really weird. Yeah, and also, uh, I mean, good on that super agent. I yeah, guess. Yeah, Bill that, Duffy, super agent. Is that where he gets the? Uh, is that where he gets the super from? Perhaps. The- I, yeah, it was. He was just an agent, and then when he started to pay installments, that's when he became a super agent. Okay. Yeah. You just so often hear stories about agents screwing over players. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to hear a story where the agent did screw over the player still, but yeah. then made it right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, so, like, you know, over the course of a long period yeah. of time. <laughs> yeah. um, 17 years. Yeah. No, that's a cool story. People love those slow burns, you know? <laughs> it's really yeah. in, I think. Hey, you know that money you were going to get in one day? I'm going to give it to you over 10 years, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, um, thanks, fair enough. Man. Thanks a lot. I really thought you were screwing me, but I see what you were doing now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I understand. Um, okay, I'm a dumb player. You're the smart agent. So you know what? This sounds great. <laughs> Honestly, the narrative uh, you're kind of like putting forth, Miguel, I think makes a lot of sense. I think those words probably exactly were spoken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's do some quickish questions. Okay. You guys ready for this? Yeah, man. Let's do this. Woo. Um, okay. So. Here's how it works. 
That's right. We got we, we got some. Yo, you guys really stepped up the production. We really did. Thing, yeah, and that goes for it. Um, so here's the deal. These questions may or may not make sense. Um, you just got to answer them as fast as you can. Great. That's the only rule. Great. Uh, okay. Okay. Both at the same time. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, one by one. I'll say your name. Please calm down, Miguel. <laughs> Cheers. I'm fucking so... Oh, excuse me. I swear and I'm nervous. I'm going to pee my pants. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. So, Nigel, let's come from Gary Rideout. Who is JB? Uh, uh, James Brown? Sure. Great. <laughs> okay, Matt. <laughs> uh, this one's coming Wait. from Josh Cruzen Murray. Okay. Um, who is actually the worst? Who's actually the worst? Yep. Uh, Coach Kevin O'Neill? Sure. <laughs> it's an open question, so he's getting an open answer. Wow. Okay, Miguel. Pretty good from... back in history. <laughs> Miguel, coming from Fraser Went. Uh, Fraser, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. Um, when will be our first home loss this season and to who? Oh, my God. Our first home loss will be whenever it is that we play Chicago. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. Weird answer. Love it. It's Nigel. Be some weird letdown. <laughs> uh, come from uh, Fraser as well. And there's a bit of a follow up here, too. All right. If anyone can give some insight on some of our new assistant coaches and what they bring to the staff, that would be thumbs up. So if your answer One guy, is. His name I forget, but he's Kawhi's best buddy. Okay, that's some insight. Nigel, do you have any insight on any of the assistant coaches? Uh, any of the assistant coaches? Uh, McGlure, man. I'm always going to go with McGlure. McGlure. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Fraser, we'll do a deep dive on assistant coaches in a bit, but yeah. we're, we're going to see how the Spanish national team guy, you know, how he affects the offense, how the, uh, I think it's Adrian Griffin affects the defense. Right. All that. So we're going to dig into that for sure. Good question. Um, Matt, uh, come from Fraser again. Hi, Fraser. Uh, some predictions on the upcoming four-game West Coast road trip. Um, I think we are uh, gonna go two and two. Wow. Yeah. It's kind of pessimistic. Is it? Yeah. Who is it? It's, it's Phoenix Lakers. Phoenix Lakers. I feel like LeBron's gonna haunt us again. Yeah. He's gonna swing down in a phantom mask and. <laughs> Honestly, if he does do that. Then I gotta say I'm into it for the entertainment yeah. value. <laughs> like, um, we're just too jarred. Okay, Miguel from Fraser again. Um, oh God, Fraser, come on. Oh, he's Fraser. good. He's good. Um, some theoretical questions about our first game against Casey's Pistons in mid-November. So let me just ask you a theoretical question. Okay. Um, does Casey give his rock? A prominent space on TV during the game. I think that it's going to be like one of those Phil Jackson special bench chairs that's just designed for one specific person, but it will be this big kind of throne thing set there to hold the rock. Okay. On the bench. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you another theoretical Pistons question, uh, Nigel. Yep. When we play the Pistons, mm -hmm. um, do Casey and Nurse? Shake hands or hug? They hug. 
they do actually a combination of both. I think they'll do the handshake and the and the hug, like the bro, like you know what I mean. Okay. No, you come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come in. Yeah. I think they'll do it. That's pretty nice. I like that. A bit of a whisper discussion for a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a good solid forty five seconds. Like they'll say a couple things. Like yeah, I love I love what you did with the team and whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. Your suits are great. Last last Pistons question that I'm making up on the spot, Matt. Wow. Um, Jose Calderon is on the uh, Detroit Pistons. Oh my, oh my God. God! Do you think he uses this opportunity to dispel the myth once more that he's worth two billion dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think this is the team wow. where he's finally going to do it. Like he'll take the mic and he'll say, yeah. "Just so everyone knows, I'm everyone. not actually. It was a fake yeah. news story." Yeah. He's okay. Look, I'm not a pig monger. Okay. He's yeah. a pig or farmer, is he a pig, though. Is he a pig monger? Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, Miguel. This one's coming uh, from Andre de, uh, Andre de Pape. Uh, I think I pronounced your last name wrong, Andre. Sorry. Um, if you design this, if you design the the, the city, uh, which the uh, Golden State has jersey for the Raptors, what elements of Toronto would inspire you, Miguel? Oh, you'd have to have the CN Tower on there. Sure. And then I'd have uh, Fresca Pizza. And Sneaky you know, D's. nice garlic slice. Mm, okay. Only for people who really know Toronto, you know? You got yeah. the deep reference right there. Deep knowledge yeah. Fresca yeah. Pizza. Yeah, that's pretty confusing in lame jersey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, Nigel, also coming from Andre. Yeah. What large objects would you like to see Kawhi's giant hand palm? Uh, what large? Uh, uh, definitely one of those, um, uh, a pear? Uh, like one of those like Asian pears. <laughs> I thought you had a regular pear. I'm yeah. like, pretty sure I can pawn that. No, no, no. Those Asian pears, like the they're, they're yeah. the giant ones, those golden ones. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to see him palm a. Uh, oh man. Oh, any any uh, anything from any bottle from uh, Prince Edward County. Uh, <laughs> anything that is uh, Canadian and made in oh, Prince yeah. Edward County. Yeah, let's get quiet over to, to yeah, Prince yeah. Edward County yeah, for you know once. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, and. <laughs> And lastly, uh, I th- um, a dodgeball. I think. I, I think. A oh. do- I'd like to see him palm a dodgeball. Okay, just to see yeah. how like just, how much he could like yeah. turn it into a, a little smaller dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, how much he could turn it into like a squash ball. You know sure, what I mean? yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Matt. Uh, yeah. Also related to Kawhi's hand, and also from Andre. Um, how big can he go? What's the biggest thing he can palm? Biggest thing he could palm? I would say uh, a high school grade. Uh, globe. Wow. Yeah, that's a big one. That's uh, Desty. That's Desty. That's, that's definitely Desti. testing the limits of uh, anyone. Anyone's palming ability, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. is a full size globe. <laughs> globe yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now we talking you know, a flat you know globe like or their divots? I'd like to see him do a coin toss with the big nickel and suffering. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Split good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's Test better. his thumb strength as yeah, well. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, Miguel. Yeah, good one. Really uh, flick yeah. it into the air. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. And shout out to Sudbury. Yeah. Um, no <laughs> doubt. No, no doubt. Sudbury listeners. Um, Miguel is coming from Tom Mosher. Um, okay. Uh, this is a good one. Um, who will emerge as our, as our best alley-ooping pairing? Alley-oop pairing. So is it, is, it, is it Kyle Siakam? Is it Kawhi Danny? Who is it? I'm, I'm going to give you, I think the obvious thing would be Kyle to Siakam. Mm-hmm. But last night we had a pretty sweet, uh, it wasn't now you, but a nice play from Leonard to Siakam. So I'd like to see Leonard toss him up to Siakam so it can happen. So Siakam's a receiver though, right? Oh yeah. Oh my God. He's so good. He's our wide receiver. Um, Nigel, yeah. also yeah. coming from Tom. 
Um, surely JV can just use an arm sleeve that doesn't slip down all the time. Question mark. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Look, if you want something like that, it's called a wristband. You sure. know what I mean? But we're looking like a, we want a sleeve, dog, a sleeve. So yeah. if that means you need to get yourself like a long sleeve Toronto Raptors branded shirt, mm -hmm. you know, then do that. Or tattoo one. You already or, did a rosary. Look, or you, yeah, you, you know, you know those one. garter things that hold up socks for old businessmen. Yeah, yeah. Can we get one of those on his bicep to just hold up the arm. Yeah, seat? man. Yeah, put it around his shoulder, right, and then just <laughs> yeah. lock it in. Sure, like fair. Kind of yeah, yeah. If you need to need, you know, if you need double sided tape, then you you do what you got to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> double sided tape. You yeah. do what you got to do. I like it to keep that thing on, right? Uh, Okay, Matt, um, last series of questions here. A okay. uh, couple from Andre, but I'll give you the first. Hi, Andre. Two-part question. Uh, is JaVale going to Shaq DeFool on Sunday's game against the Raptors? Shaq DeFool? What? Yeah. Okay, so Shaq made a segment up a couple years ago called Shaq in a Fool, okay. where players do dumb things. Yeah. And JaVale McGee became the star of this because he did so many dumb, dumb things. So many. So the question is, is he going to do a really dumb thing on Sunday when we play the Lakers? When we play the Lakers? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to rough it up with Ibaka. And Ooh. like throw Ibaka off. Like he'll be pissed, he'll punch him. Okay. <laughs> I like, you know, you kind of knew where this question was going. Because yeah. Miguel, um, if uh, JaVale McGee does a Shaq than a fool, what is it? What does he do that's dumb? Oh, you know, I think he's going to be going up for like a sky dunk and his like shorts are just going to like fall down. <laughs> and you're going to see that he has like boxers with his own image on them. Oh, like, I like that. Weird. Nice. Yeah. And then and then he's going to look, he's going to try and pull up the shorts and he's going to put his hand up and miss the dunk and go, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the fadeaway sorry is a key part of that. Yeah. Classic. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Nigel. Um, yeah. Uh, also from Andre, part two. Uh, which Raptor is most likely uh, to get annoyed or be annoyed by Lance Stevenson? Ooh, which Raptor? Uh, uh, I think it's probably going to be... Mm, oh, man. Van Fleet? Yeah? I think Van Fleet? No. Okay, G Gary Rideout said it's for sure Surge. So <laughs> but Surge just seems like, like, he, like he's just... Like if you want someone to fight you, yeah, it's like you could just be like Serge, um, you stink, and yeah. he like punch you in the Surge face. Serge is very ready to fight everybody. Yeah, else. but I, I like I like the Freddy call because yeah, like you know they they're gonna they're, they're gonna match up right. Yeah, um, I just I yeah. just feel like he's a bomb waiting Maybe. to go off. Like I feel like he's a very nice Fred, very nice. Yeah, he's a very Ooh. nice, a very nice person. You, you know, know what? We saw a glimpse of that when, and this was a bit weird. Remember when LeBron just pushed him? Yeah. Um, and he was pretty incredulous, but he also was like not afraid. I think he was like, "You are the king, but I'll punch you in the head." I'll do what I, I do. What I have to do. Like, yeah, man. Um, and uh, as far as like a fighting attribute, uh, his well, one of his freakish uh, kind of like measurement things is that he has particularly big hands. Right. So just saying, you want to get punched by Fred? Just throwing it out there. Lance, you want to get punched by Fred? All just the, ask. All the stats careful, are Fred. There. All the stats. You gotta be right careful, um, guys. That's the pot. Oh man, we did. Um, thank you, uh, everyone who ever listens to this podcast. Our, our uh, as I've been saying, our listenership has been growing. So thank you so much. Uh, we've had a couple reviews uh, on iTunes, a couple oh, ratings. Oh, nice. Please keep doing yeah, those. Keep uh, doing those. We really love it. Um, what's our Instagram, Matt? Uh, it is a Confederacy of Dunks. And what's our Twitter? Dunks Podcast. What's our website? 
Dunkspodcast.com. And what's my last name? Revis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was that was fun. Um, Nigel, you're a hilarious dude. You're, Thanks, man. You're, you're busy as always. Mm. This pod is hopefully going to come out uh, later tonight uh, on live Hall- at five p.m. This time. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Love it. So, um, yeah, what what's coming up? Maybe not tonight, but sure. uh, what's coming up uh, that people can check out? Ooh, uh, every Wednesday, there's a show called The Alumni Show uh, that features myself and some other Second City Main Stage, Second City Toronto Main Stage alum. But cool. then we've got a bunch of guests that are going to be coming uh, to the show and playing with us every week. Uh, that's Wednesdays, 930 at Bad Dog Theater. And Woo. every Saturday, 930, uh, is a show, one that's near and dear to my heart, called Hookup. That's also going to be at Bad Dog Theater. It's 9.30 Saturdays, and the premise of that show is uh, we interview two people, two singles in the audience. We interview their friends as well, and then we improvise what it would be like if they hooked up. Nice. Uh, please come through. There has been couples that have come out of that. What? Uh, yeah, oh, wow. Has, it's been noted. There has been at least Whoa. at least two yeah, couples that have come out of that show. So uh, the alumni show, every Wednesday, he 9.30. He in an Ariana Grande. That's how that happened. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you're at the first show. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> they bought the first ticket. Yeah, man. Come um, through. Come through. Right on. Um, well, thanks, dude. Uh, Miguel, my brother. What's mm-hmm. up? What do you got going on? Um, I'm doing this show called Runaways with my fun group of friends called Tony Ho mm-hmm. uh, at Bad Dog every Friday in November at 8 p.m. Come check it out. Woo. Nice. And, nice. and that's going to be scary and funny. It's a bit of a Stranger Things going on or what? You bet. Sort of like uh, uh, a Stephen King universe featuring uh, a little bit more of a, a throwback vibe. I like it. Okay. And now, I sorry, just, just because you said Stephen King, uh, I know we're wrapping mm-hmm. up the pod, but every time anyone says Stephen King, all I can picture now is... Uh, when he was watching like a, a Boston Red Sox game and some fan like interfered with, with a, <laughs> yeah, some fan interfered with a play and everyone was like yelling at him and someone threw uh, like a full slice of pizza that landed on the guy's head. <laughs> and in the frame, Stephen King is like three people away pointing. We're like, and he's pointing so close where the guy's fingers almost in the guy's face. And Stephen King's hysterical wow. with the pizza on the guy's head. Wow. So I'm like, Stephen King was Holy going, boy. he got full on mob mentality oh and he was about God. it. You know what I mean? So that, that's a nice source. My gosh, that must have been the inspiration for his latest novel, Thinner? Pizza Face. Uh, um, cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, uh, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Uh, share it, subscribe, all that good stuff. We appreciate it very much. Wait and, a second. Uh, How long has it been since we paged Bobby Webster? He's still not here. Don't you dare, Matt. I'm leaving. Yeah, like, but you just want to leave now. But wait, Matt, we're going on a... uh, Oh, that's right, We're not coming back next week, right? Uh, No, yeah, I'm going to Vancouver, um, and I will be off. So, yeah, we are off next week. We're off next week. Soak this up like the the gravy uh, in your mom's stew. That was weird. (laughs) Um, (laughs) On that note, thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Thanks for having us, kids. See you next time. Bye. Bye. It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast.